Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bears Review. I am Tyler Flesh. I'm joined by my co-host and father, Brian Flesh. Hey there, Bears fans. Well, we're recording this right now after the loss to the Patriots, 38-31. to This is literally five minutes, ten minutes after the game. And we are unhappy. <laughs> to say the least. Um... Normally, I don't give a disclaimer before the show, but if you're listening and you have small children or anyone you don't want to hear swear and cussing around, this might not be the show for them because I do cuss every now and then, but this one is going to be uh, going to be interesting because I am very emotional and I am very, 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 very ticked off. So, uh, let's just start with something that's not obvious. Our special teams let us down today. We uh, they got a turnover, which we converted into points. We had two turnovers off, and we scored each time. But then we let Cordell Patterson run one back, and then later we let a punt get blocked and return, and that's that's fourteen points down that Tom Brady didn't have to put up himself. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. Um, when you're dealing with a Hall of Famer, you do not want your special teams to give up fourteen points. Yeah, it's a one area we we didn't need to give up, and you know what? And I'm again, we came out, we looked flat like we did against Miami. We picked it up a bit, but the energy still wasn't really there throughout the game, was it not? It wasn't. You know, Ty, it took really until that that one turnover, and then you started to see on the sidelines, and you started to see some energy, but we cannot have a team that plays so low energy until something good happens. I mean, this just continues to put us behind. I think, too, there's just so much that happened in this game negative. And the the positive, I, I want to start with some positive because the negative is going to be overwhelming. I'm going to start with a little positive. I'm not going to break it down quarter to quarter because – I'm presuming you guys watch the game, and that's a lot to break down. And quite frankly, I want to talk about the main problems in the organization right now because we have some major issues. And if you can't see these issues by the time we're done saying or you don't agree with us, that's fine. Let us know at the Bears Review on Twitter. Well, let me just say this. We were watching the game. My wife, your mother, walked in the room watched five minutes of it, and diagnostically was able to tell us exactly what was going wrong. What does that tell you? <laughs> tells me I need one of these. That's what that tells me. Listen, we called it. Uh, the first series, they came out, and they, they, you know, they they threw some screens, but then the Patriots actually switched up. The Patriots played very conservative against us. It was very weird. And for a while there, we were really reeling and doing good. Yeah, it was very un-Belichick-like. I mean, usually he goes for the jugular, and all of a sudden, what was working on the first set of plays, they reversed it. Yeah, because they, they went through us like butter the first series. Oh, it was pretty pathetic. Um, 
Real quick thoughts on Khalil Mack and the defense. I think Khalil Mack's not healthy, and if he's not healthy, he needs a rest till he gets healthy because it's not helping us having him out there if he's hurt. No. We've got some NFC Central, um, uh, NFC North games coming up, and we really need to have him healthy for those games. They're conference games. Yeah, so let's talk about some more positives. Um, defense, I know we haven't even hit one yet, but... <laughs> Listen, the play calling was outstanding today. Yeah. On offense, it was outstanding. Defense, it got better. I mean, when you let let two special teams touchdowns in, I mean, that goes against the defense, but it shouldn't. But it does, unfortunately, and that does suck. But our defense overall gave us plenty of opportunities to win this game. The offensive play calling was nothing short of spectacular. We had wide receiver after slot receiver after tight end open over and over All day. and over again. Um, we also turned the ball over. We got the fumble on the special teams. Fuller picked off an inter- picked off a pass late. Um, the plays were there. We were making plays. We they did punt. The Patriots had to punt. They didn't have to punt against the Chiefs, you know. And we made them punt. I mean, we played good, but those special teams hurt us. Special teams hurt us today. They did. It, but with that being said, were we not still in the game? We were still in the game, but we were still in the game with one great liability. And Tyler, what was that liability? Well, we all know what the liability was because I've been fucking saying it since the beginning, and I'm really pissed because we do not have a... You know what? You can We can play this back. We do not have a quarterback. I don't care what he does. I don't care if he goes out and breaks the NFL record next week. I don't care. He is the most inaccurate quarterback I have ever seen in my life. He cost us the game today. I'm sick of it. Yes, he had a spectacular run, and he led us in rushing. Guess what? That's bullshit and stupid. Why the hell do we need a quarterback to rely on rushing the ball and leading us in rushing? We need the quarterback to do his job and throw the ball and throw it well. So before we got on the air, we looked. He threw 49 passes. Tyler, how many of those passes would you say met their target? Well, I already know. I don't know why you're asking me. I know you're trying to set it up to be blind, but I'm just not in the mood for that right now. He only completed 25 for 49 and only six of those went to wide receivers. Six! Only six went to wide receivers. So how do you feel about that? I, I You know how I feel. Listen to my tone. <laughs> I am so upset right now. You know who is more upsetting? Who is more just is dragging this team into the ground? And I would like to talk about this. Let's do it right here, right now, because I am hot. Go for it. Ryan Pace has screwed this organization over. He is dragging us through the mud, okay? He is dragging us through the mud. Folks, we were number one in the NFC North today going into this game. We are now fourth. We are in the basement. We are. And the Detroit Lions have won. They have beaten the Patriots and the Dolphins, both in which we have lost to. And they did it both. Here's a fascinating stat. They beat the Patriots in Detroit. Then they went to Miami and played the Dolphins in Miami and beat them. Okay? We had both those scenarios. We went to Miami. We lost. Patriots came to our home. We lost. There was no Rob Gronkowski. 
their right tackle was on concussion protocol. Sony Michelle got hurt through the game. Okay? This is a depleted and dare I say deflated New England Patriots. It was pathetic. I cannot tell you Bears fans the number of times Tyler and I looked at each other and asked, where is he, and he being Trubiscuit, where is he throwing this football? Because could you even tell where that while, ball was going? But for a while there, you were thinking it was his footwork. I thought it was, and you pointed out to me that it actually was not. We slowed a few frames down, decided to take a look at it, and the bottom line is it's not his footwork. I think the kid just can't throw. I don't think he can throw. I don't think he can see the field. I am so sick of the announcers, and I'm not I'm not sick of the announcers. I'm sick of the announcers saying this, but they need to say it because it's obvious. I'm tired of the announcers going, oh, he had a man wide open. Oh, he had a man wide open. That's all you ever hear with him. And listen, it's not the kid's fault. We should have never drafted him, okay? I'm sorry. Ryan Pace now, he has never gotten second place since he has been our GM. He, We talk about all this fucking talent this dude brings in, right? We talk about all this talent. Well, he trades up to go get a quarterback, and you see what Mahomes is doing in Kansas City, and it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous that he cannot eye any talent. We trade up to get a quarterback who started 13 games in college in an ACC conference. Ridiculous. Here's my frustration. And I'm with you 110%. He's just not overthrowing the ball a little bit. He's overthrowing the ball sometimes by 5, 10, a few times 15 yards. He's a compass quarterback. He can throw in any direction you want. It's just never the right one. Yeah. He left, right, low, diagonal. Name a degree. He's thrown the ball. Here's the deal. Great quarterbacks like Tom Brady. And Bears fans, you're going to hate me, but even Aaron Rodgers can throw the ball and hit people in stride, and that makes all the difference in the world. Our wide receivers, our tight end, they were consistently, even our running backs, I would like to were consistently coming back and trying to find the ball in the sun because the ball wasn't leading them. The ball was behind them, over the top of them, to the right of them, or below them. Hey, uh, speaking of that, I'd like to, you're absolutely right. And I know we're being really negative right now, and it's hard not to be. It's very easy to be negative after a loss. But Trey Burton, hell of a game. Okay, eight catches. Our whole wide receiving crew, hell of a game. Except, hold on, sorry, Josh Bellamy's phone's ringing right now. It's the bench. The bench is calling Josh Bellamy. He should pick that up. Yeah. Actually, the Mason Association is calling him. They would like their stone hands back. I mean, seriously. Why the heck has he been... Why was he in? And then we put Kevin White in... Guys, Kevin White caught a Hail Mary. We were one yard short away from tying it up. 
Kevin White was targeted twice that game. He finally got two catches. He looked good. He looked like he won. He was hungry. We need to give him a chance before we cut oh, him. Okay. Uh, Ryan Pace, if you're listening, take Bellamy and put him on the bench forever. Well, he's, Chain him down and put White in in his place. He can't do that. He's a GM. Don't be silly. Oh, so he... so. We're saying now Pace has no impact on the team? Not when it comes to that. Why would, okay, because that doesn't make sense. Why would Pace put him on the bench when that was Pace's first ever draft pick? Why would he put him on the bench over Bellamy? That makes no sense. I'm saying play white, bench Bellamy. Yeah, to Nagy. You should be saying that to Nagy, not to, to, to Ryan Pace. That's Ryan Pace, what I'm saying. What, huh? That's what I'm saying. No, you kept saying pace the whole time. You kept saying pace. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm 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 sorry, but you you need to focus that on Coach Nagy because it's Coach Nagy. That's the only criticism I have of Coach Nagy. It's time to put White in. He stepped it up. He played Bellamy today. Okay, again threw a ball up in the air. Right. Correct. D- Threw it in the air. I know what Trubisky you're, where you're threw going. it up. Bellamy just gave. I don't know. It was. It was a short ball. Okay. I have never. I don't know how to. If you watch the game, you know what you're talking. I'm, I'm talking about. He throws the ball up. I've never seen a wide receiver come back to the ball, and then like he came back because the ball was thrown short, right? But then he just stopped. Yeah. But, like, have you ever seen that? I've never seen someone come back and go, oh, shit, the ball's being thrown short. I need to go up and get it and then just stop. Well, we've got the apologetics announcers who said the sun was in his eyes, and that's why he stopped. What do you think? Well, no. I just told you what I thought. He didn't fight off the ball. I mean, he, he, he he didn't fight. He didn't do anything. He just ran around and stopped. Yeah. White would have caught that ball. I, I and I'm not high I, on White. No, I I agree totally. I I think White is ten times better than Bellamy out there, and Bellamy should never be on the field. And I'm also not high on White, but compared to Bellamy, White is miraculous. Bellamy shouldn't be on the team. How long have we put up with Bellamy's drops? I have a question for you though that I want to pose to you now. Why, how many, okay, not why, how many catches for touchdowns do you think Anthony Miller, who ran, he is one hell of a route runner. I mean, he is one hell of a route runner. How many should he have had today? I tell you, I really like that young man. I would say conservatively three, maybe four touchdowns. Maybe three or four, yeah, depending on the scenarios. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, he had that one in the end zone that was just pathetic, right? He I missed mean, him. I mean, he just totally. Then he, he and and then White looked at him and pointed down. You mean Miller? Our Miller looked yeah. at him and pointed down. Like, like get the ball down. You are starting to see frustration slowly build through yeah. this with Trubisky. You're starting to see. You know what's crazy? And I'm going to be honest here. A lot of people and a lot of experts and a lot of ESPN experts are like, "Yeah, Trubisky's not the guy." And you know what they keep saying, though? Well, they're going to go with him for another year. They're not going to cut him after two. Why not? Let, you know what we should do? We should trade him before the deadline. 
Yeah. We should get someone else in. We should train him. And you know what? Good luck for him being better than what we thought. If you are a Trubisky fan, you need to take a hard, long look at yourself. Because the offense we are running is gold. And I am very afraid that <laughs> Coach Nagy is on a ship, and the ship's called Trubisky, and it's sinking. It's not called Chicago Bears. It's called Mitchell Trubisky. And we are getting set up for failure. Here's what I think, and I know I've been ranting a long time, and I apologize. Dad, you can take over after this. If who has, I'll ask you a question so you can get on on this, and then I'll just say mine. Who has a better career if they leave the Bears? Trubisky or Nagy? Oh, Nagy, 110%. There is no doubt about it. Listen, Nagy is calling a great game. He is a good analytical coach who is able to dissect the defense, look at the offense. The guy is well-balanced. He's got great skills as a coach. Here is the problem. Trubitsky. He has hitched his wagon to Trubitsky via pace. Yes, I was just about, okay, because I was just about to say he didn't, he didn't volunteer. He didn't sit in like when he drafted him. No, they, you know, no one came to Nagy and said, "Hey, by the way, would you like to pick your own quarterback?" Well, no, and that's very true. And at the same time, Nagy's not going to turn down a job by the Bears. Absolutely, it's his first ever chance to be a head coach. He's not going to go. Mm, I don't like the quarterback. So the million dollar question to you and all of our fans listening to us is this: What is it going to take? To open the eyes of Ryan Pace, because if we truly are on a ship, him to get the, fired. That's the SS Trubitsky. If we're truly on that ship and that ship is sinking, it's what sinking. is it going to take in order for that ship to be acknowledged? What that uh, it's sinking? I have a better question for you. What's it going to take to fire him? Because he has never he has finished third, fourth, and fourth and fourth in the division. What's it going to take? He has had years now to build this team and, to, and mold it. Well, here's And my, it's not molding. Yeah. Well, here's my fear. And, and I'll tell you, what I want to see and what will happen are two different things. What I want to see is at the end of this year, they say, you know what? We really tried the Trubitsky experiment and it did not work. What I'm afraid will happen is this scenario. And that is, they'll say, this was Trubisky's first year in the Nagy offense, and you know what? He needs more time. Yeah, well, here's the thing that no one's thinking about, but I'm thinking about. If we have any Catholic listeners out there, they'll understand this reference. We are about to enter the Annie Dalton, Ryan Tannehill purgatory where we think he has it, where we think he's on the edge, where we sign him to another deal, and he just keeps us floating and floating and floating and floating. And it is ridiculous. There is no exception. We, everyone says a quarterback, the, the NFL stands for what? Uh, not for long not league. Not for long league. Well, not for quarterbacks. 
Quarterbacks yeah. get a certain pass and a certain momentum, and they're like, well, it's his first year of getting the offense. Folks, I'm going to put that excuse to the side right now because Anthony Miller was open the whole game, and he threw the ball at Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller did not have a chance to catch any of those balls. He was more on target, actually, for the Patriots cornerbacks. They dropped three interceptions today. One in the end zone, I must say. That should have been caught. Can we talk about that play? He threw the ball to an offensive lineman who reported eligible. When we went back and watched the replay, Dan Feltz goes, Oh, whoa, he's throwing to a lineman. Yeah, I I believe it was number eighty seven, if I remember correctly. Seventy nine. Ah, well, 70, I don't. I, mean, well, I don't I, remember correctly then. Well, I'm. But, I'm uh, that's my opinion. I don't know if you're right. I'd have to look it up. The point is. The point is. He's a three hundred pound man, and Trubisky's like, oh, let's throw a fade route to him. Yeah, because we know he's got better hands than Josh Bellamy. <laughs> well, that, you say that jokingly, but he might. <laughs> I think the only thing Bellamy has on him is ups. <laughs> that's it. I, I seriously that that's in question even even to that degree. <laughs> so you're saying you don't think Judge Bellamy can jump higher than thirty pound man, three hundred pound man? I think that it's highly questionable whether he could do that. You know what? I would like to argue with you. I just can't in that matter. I I can't. I don't. I don't have anywhere to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. I I I think there's some uh, um, grandmothers at the old folks' home that. Uh, are able to catch that, and I ball and I know we've bit. been really hard on Trubisky lately, and with meaning. But well, because he deserves it, he does. But let's talk about our defense. We keep letting big plays go. Oh, we well, let a fifty-four yard pass to Josh Gordon go today. Yeah, we we did, and that was that. But here's the deal: the the most disappointing. I am so disappointed in our defense. Not that they can't make good plays and great plays; they can. My concern is some of our tackling looks atrocious. Our tackling, but I want to know how much it is involved to Vic Fangio. Say that real fast three times. Yeah, I'm not even going to try. How much is it down to him, though, Dad? Because today he was either, and you can go back on the film, if he blitzed, he would pull the linebackers. He'd either pull Floyd or he'd pull Mac. Why? Well, why are like you need to stop being stubborn? Yeah, no, I, is the only thing you gotta. Why are we pulling when? Why can't we send them all and get to Tom Brady? We only sacked him once today. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a lot of pressure on Tom Brady. You know, okay, I like Floyd for the listeners out there. But if you guys watch his play, he's really not very involved in the game. He gets on on the outside, he often gets cut. He he gets blocked on the inside. He is not if you think of where we took Floyd. I know Trubitsky is getting a lot of BS from us, rightly so, but Floyd is not getting any, you know what, and he should be getting a lot of crap from all of the Bears fans because he has not stepped up to the plate. Not at all. And I know that broken wrist and or broken hand, excuse me, was a factor, but you know what? It's it's time to play. And 
White was a factor in this game, but when he came in after Sony Michelle went out, you should have known that. To be fair to our defense, we only let up 24 points. Yeah. 24. I mean, yeah, it gets counted against us, but special teams, that's how they scored. So, yeah. you know, the defense wasn't even on the field for 14 of those points, and that does hurt, and that does suck. But I, it's not our defense, folks. We were in this game. We were in this game enough. Um, I would like to, uh, I'd like to point out too. Trey Burton had a hell of a game, and I gave him props earlier. But what was Trey Burton doing at the end of the game today? Say more. He White goes up, catches the ball. He's getting tackled. All our other teammates are trying to push him in, and. Trey Burton is celebrating and giving the touchdown sign and going touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. How about yeah. you get off your ass and start pushing in the play because you didn't hear a whistle? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for those who didn't watch the game, we we truly were a yard and a half short of taking this into overtime. Now, does that make everything that happened earlier in the day okay? No, it does not. I personally. I strongly feel that we are underutilizing Kevin White. I I do too. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. That's a coaching decision. That's you know maybe they're seeing some practice we're not seeing. Um, I got an I got an idea, Tyler. What? Why don't we have Kevin White be our quarterback? (laughs) Can he? Why don't we try Chase Daniel? Seriously, someone, anyone. I'm okay with that. I, let's I put, said, let's I, put Chase in. I said a couple episodes ago to sign Colin Kaepernick. I meant it. I would be okay with that. We said today, when we uh, we woke up at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, that's what we're on, and we watched the uh, Los Angeles uh, Chargers play the Tennessee Titans. We looked at Marcus Mariota, and I t- looked to you and I said, if we had him, oh, man, would we be good. Yeah. That kid can run when he needs to run, but, man, he can throw a ball. I don't care what you say because, guys, to be fair, you might be like, oh, Mark. People might be thinking right now, Marcus Mariota, really? Whoa, Marcus? (laughs) Oh, you know, what are these guys? How drunk are they? Listen, not even buzzed, and I'm saying this right now. Here's the thing. He can throw to wide open people. It's not hard. Any quarterback can. You mean he could actually throw to people in stride and hit them in stride? I'm afraid. I am very afraid. Can I tell you why I'm afraid? I feel like Anthony Miller, he he was the only one like, I'm frustrated. Here's a rookie frustrated at Trubisky. He showed it in his face, and I'm afraid that he is going to go somewhere else. Not this year, not next year. But he's going to play out his contract, and he's going to have low numbers because we don't have a quarterback, right? He's going to have low numbers. Someone's going to get him on, like, a bargain, and he is going to break out. And you're just going to go, where was this guy? Oh, he was dying in Chicago? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Tyler, I could not agree more. Listen, just ask yourself, NFL fans, you guys are smart. You watch a lot of games. You know what's going on. How many times have you seen a rookie, a rookie wide receiver point down that, hey, quarterback, 
throw the ball lower. Anthony Miller, though, on that play, he ran a skinny route into the middle of the field. He jumped up as far as he could, and his fingertips just grazed the ball. Wide open. Yeah. That's, that was a TD. I'm, a, I, I'm afraid. I'm, 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 I'm afraid. I don't know what to do because I feel like we're supposed to be out of the rebuilding year already, and I feel like we're falling into a weird, weird place. Uh, Can I explain? Well, it's the weird place is called the Trubitsky Twilight Zone. No, that's not the weird place. That's good, but it's because of him, but it's because of Pace. So what happens? We fire Pace. Do we keep Nagy? Probably not. Nagy's that would be a mistake. I'm just saying right now, to fire Pace and get rid of Nagy would be one of the greatest mistakes the Bears could make at this point in time. But it's not up to the Bears. I mean, it, it to a certain point. But if they fire Pace, they can't bring in another GM and say, "Hey, you need to keep Nagy." It's happened before, not often. But, but no, happened. but but it's up to the GM. It's not up to the Bears. It's not up to the president. The president can't hire because that would be Jerry Jones. Then then that's a whole. We don't even want to get no, started no, on that. No, no, they we, do that. That's we, Jerry yeah, Jerry's world. Yeah, let's let's stay out of Jerry's world. That's in <laughs> Dallas, and we don't want to touch Jerry's world for anything. But all I'm saying is this: is that Nagy is a damn good. Coach. No, but see, this is what I was trying to elaborate on. This is where my fears are. I agree with you 100%. I'm getting very fearful because I feel like what ends up happening, Dan, and what is going to happen, unfortunately, is that we're going to keep Ryan Pace or we get rid of him. We get rid of Nagy. We get rid of Pace. We get rid of Trubisky. And then we're in this rebuilding year, and then Nagy goes somewhere else, and they're like, and some of our other talent goes somewhere else. Nagy might take Anthony Miller with him. They go somewhere else, and they just shred, and everyone goes, "Oh, oh, the bear! Yeah. What happened? Why did the bear? Why is this happening to the yeah. Bears?" Yeah, I mean, for all of our listeners out there, just remember last year when you watched John Fox run on first down. Run on second down, pass on third down. Our offense looks completely different under Nagy. Completely different. Yeah, and it does, but at the same time, does it not still feel like the same old fucking bears? Well, here's it it does in this way, and that we replaced a guy named Jay with a guy named Trubisky. And Oh, it's not it didn't start there. It's been going on since 1947. <laughs> like, well, seriously, it's bad. It's It really is that bad. Are you, Sid and Luckman are, are was you, our last good quarterback. Are you saying maybe we have a little bit of a problem picking quarterbacks, our quarterback talent? But why no, why that can't be. But why do you draft up, man? Why? Well, that was, come on, let's face it. But okay, that that was the Titanic. I I got of a, NFL choices, right? Okay, but I got a better question. I know people that are Bears fans that are outside of this, and I talk to them, and they are all about Ryan Pace. They are so all for him. Well, I tell why? You, I tell you what, if they are, I want to question them, and I want to question their sanity because he is 
overrated and has underperformed. And I really don't think he's that great of a GM. Name one quarterback that wouldn't fit our system in the league. One quarterback right now that wouldn't fit our system? That's a tough one. I feel like backups could fit our system better than how Trubisky's fitting our system. Well, I've I've already said that Chase Daniels might be a better fit right now than Trubisky. Yeah, but I'm saying like that that's my point is what I'm trying to prove yeah. is you can't think of anyone that wouldn't because our system is that damn good. Yeah. It's well, it's a struggle, man. This it is, is. A, this is a struggle. You know what this feels like, Bears fans? This feels like buckle up. This feels like a kid who hates roller coasters and who just got strapped into one and he's screaming the whole way up as that chain just goes click, click, click. And you know the downfall's coming, but you can't see the top of the hill and all you hear is click, click, click. Well, I couldn't agree more. And uh, we're all about to go for a ride that we don't really want to be on. And we well, but it, but if you are a Bears fan, we've been on this ride before. Yeah, it was labeled the Jay Cutler experience. It was, and you know what? The ride doesn't get any better. No, it doesn't. So, given that, where are we at, Ty, in terms of wrapping things up? Well, we're not there yet. That's why I'm trying to lead this thing here. <laughs> um, we got coming up, man. We got to play the Jets and. Play them at one o'clock, and we play them at Soldier Field. We get two home games back to back. We go Jets and Bills, and then we go Detroit, Vikings, Detroit. So let's talk about the Jets. Um, they have big play capability, man, and I'm not really afraid of the Jets. But Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson seem to start having some connection going on, and the way our defense has been playing, we should be able to steamroll them. I'm going to be completely yeah. honest. We should be, but I don't know if we will because I'm also wanting to move on to the Jets because I, I don't want to do the – I can't talk about the Patriots anymore. We talked about Ryan Pace. so yeah. Well, you know, listen, um, the quarterback for the Jets, he's a young, up-and-coming guy. I think he's got some talent. Uh, he, You're correct. He's found Robbie. Um, I was really disappointed in, in Curse today. He didn't do much of anything. Um, we'll have to we'll have to see. Okay, but so here's my take on the Jets. So the Jets are a really good team, and they, they, well, not really good. I don't know how to explain it. They have this ability to just throw big plays, and lately. We have not been able to stop these big plays as a defense. And it's very, very strange. And I don't know what's going on, but we are home. I think we'll be able to hold them. They don't have much of a run game. I think this is a great game for us to get back on track and to do all the things that we need to do. Um, I am a little afraid of Robbie Anderson, hopefully Kyle Fuller, but I'll tell you what, these USC quarterbacks that come out of USC, Sam Darnold is going to be very susceptible to interceptions. He has a very long <laughs> history of interceptions. This guy intercepts 
all gets intercepted all the time. It's constant how much he gets intercepted. So, with that all being said, we should be able to do something defensively. But again, it's going to come down to offensively. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the deal. We, you and I, let's be honest, we don't think Trubisky's the man. No, he's not. And we'll see how he manages against the Jets. But man, if we don't beat the Jets, guys... We are in a downward spiral. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect the Jets. I'm just not very afraid of the Jets at all. I don't. I think they're they're rebuilding right now, and this is a game they should lose on paper. But I don't know the Bears' identity right now. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know who we are because we have Mitchell Trubisky as quarterback. He is not our quarterback. I don't care. I don't care if he has the rest of the season as a standout season. You can already tell he does not have the fundamentals to be a franchise quarterback. And if, you got, if you're asking yourself, well, why, how can he say that? Because, you know, he had a great rest of the year. Well, Robert Griffin III had a great year. He led the Washington Redskins to the playoffs. Where's Robert Griffin now? Well, after being a journeyman, he has finally landed in Baltimore. So I, I don't, you know, look at Nick Foles. He won a Super Bowl. He's right in the bench. You know, there's probably a lot of Bear fans out there that are defending Trubisky right now, but I tell you what, I'm not one of them. I think he doesn't have the it factor. I think he is inaccurate. And most importantly, I don't see this getting better as the weather gets colder. I see it getting worse in terms of accuracy. Uh, how can it get worse? Like seriously, I'm sorry, but like I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I don't think weather affects him. I don't. I think he's just naturally that bad. Well, if you're bad in October, you're terrible in December. Are you? Maybe he's not. I don't know. Who knows with him? Seriously, he's a weird quarterback. Who knows? He might be great in the cold. He might. If there's 40-mile-per-hour winds, he might actually get... You know what? Actually, this is a good point. If there's 45-mile-per-hour winds, maybe he throws the ball so bad that the wind will help correct it, and then it'll go to the receiver. But I also want to talk about this. We, you know, I'm So jo- you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, I'm joking about that, but, Dad, how many ducks did he throw today? I mean... Every single there was not one tight spiral out there on the field, and there were no wins. I know it that was pretty amazing. We saw one that went up there like a wounded duck. I mean, it just flopped and flopped and flopped. And it was like, seriously, I don't think that pass was even hit by anyone. No, it wasn't. So, are you we went back to Trubisky again, but yeah, are you, because we're are you frustrated afra- with him. I understand, but are you afraid of the Jets at any capacity? No, I'm not at all afraid of the Jets. What I'm afraid of is our quarterback will give the game away, and we should not give the game away. That's what I'm afraid of. So you're saying it's basically all on Trubisky? Yes. I couldn't agree more. Um, not re- I'm also not really afraid of the Jets. Um, we'll end with this. What what does it take? And I want you to be honest. What does it take for us to get rid of Ryan Pace and start over? Because right now, where okay, two part question. What does it take? And right now, where do you see us finishing the division? Well, in the, the division. Well, the, to the to answer the first question, 
what does it take? You have to ask who's in authority over Ryan Pace. It's going to take whoever is in authority over Ryan Pace. Don't, don't, stop, stop. You're dodging the question. I'm asking you. I'm not asking whoever is in authority. I'm asking you. The McCaskey family has to get a clue and fire Ryan Pace. I'm not asking. Why are you giving the political runaround? I'm not asking the McCaskies. I'm asking you what it will take. A losing season. A very losing season. Well, define that. I'd like you to define as, that. A as in, deeper. we don't. We only win one or two more games the rest of the season. Really? Two games tops for him to be fired. Yes, but do you see that happening? No, I do not see it happening okay. because what I see happening, I said earlier, and I stick with it, Ty. What I see happening is everyone all of a sudden apologizes and said, you know, it's just Trubisky's first year in this new offense. He's we got to give him some time. Okay, and where do you see us finishing at the end of the year? Division in the division. Well, right where we are now, right now. You think fourth? Oh yeah, fourth, fourth of four. I we're in the basement, buddy, and we stay in the basement. You don't think we can get out beyond Detroit? No. Okay. Not like Fair this. Enough. Not like this. I don't think we get get beyond Detroit because we're playing too inconsistent. My opinion. On that, if I were to ask myself that question, um, I think I think we get fourth this year. We had to fire him. I think that's what I would do. Will they do it? I doubt no. it. No, they won't. But it, I think it would it be ha- very unbear-like to fire. But would it? Because everyone talks about it being a business, right? Wait, wait a second. And if, look, if you're wait in a the, second, if wait a the, second, wait a second. Look at John Fox. How did they keep him more than a year? We're not talking about the coaching. This is this all falls into play. We're I, talking about the GM who hired John Fox, who kept John Fox. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about the vice president of the operation sitting there going, "Oh, look at the decisions he's making." I, I, we we just do not have a culture that changes GMs. That's all I'm saying. Is the culture of the Bears does not easily change GMs, and when they fall in love with someone. Regardless of the performance of that individual, they tend not to change. Thus, why do you think we've had so many quarterbacks and so many coaches that have been very, very average? No, and I know what you're saying, but this is a new league. This is a brand that we're we're seeing stuff that's never been done before. Okay. Sean McVay is 32. He's a year older than me coaching in the NFL, okay? And it's working. And if Stan Kroenke, who is a horrible owner, can see that, we need to see that. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you with the culture reference and everything, but I'm talking about me and what I would do. And I would fire his ass in a heartbeat because you can't keep going from third, fourth, third, fourth, third, fourth. You can't keep flip-flopping like that. What are you going to do? Wait till fucking Aaron Rodgers and now Kirk Cousins retire? Yeah. Ty, I want to be clear. I would like Ryan Pace fired. The question was, oh, I know. Do, you think, do you think he will be? And my answer is, because of the culture, no. I want him to be fired, but I don't think, even if we finish in the basement this year, 
that there is a high likelihood of pace going. I think I, they're okay, going to give him we another finish, year. I'm going to disagree with you slightly. I'm 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 with you, but I'm going to disagree with you slightly. In the aspect, if we finish fourth this year after what we've done, we're in trouble. Oh, because that Khalil, yeah, absolutely. Let's be very clear for those listeners: the Khalil Mack trade was to be made for us to win the division and be a Super Bowl team. That is a known fact throughout the league and the organization. You do not make that trade if you do not think you're one piece away. And Ryan Pace thought we were one piece away with that trade because he thought he had a quarterback. Couldn't agree more. He does not have a quarterback. Couldn't agree more. But with all that being said, we're still Bears fans. We're still going to watch every week. We're we, not going to give up. We never give up. No. We've been in this hole before. We love our Bears. But, you know, we've all been there. We all talk a lot of smack after games. But you know what? Even when Trubisky was high, we were still not giving him the crown, and I don't think I ever will. Actually, I take that back. I know I never will. Even if he wins us a Super Bowl, you cut him. And people out there might be thinking I'm crazy, but do you want? <laughs> then you then if he, if he, if he does that, if he wins us a Super Bowl, and then we give him a bigger contract, he moves out of the Ryan Tannehill, Andy Dalton purgatory and into Joe Flacco land, because that's where Joe Flacco's been. How's that been working out? Yeah, that that's worked out real well. Uh, I think as evidenced by the new quarterback that the uh, Baltimore Ravens took this year. Yeah, and then also look at the Eagles. You know, yeah. you have a Super Bowl MVP on the bench. Yeah, and you're three and four. So, with that being said, we'll continue to watch, we'll continue to listen, we'll continue to observe, and we'll very much continue with our own opinions. And you all take it easy, and we will continue to bear down. Yeah, let's remember, folks, bear down. We'll see you next week.